You are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Except not. Not this time. Right now, we're going to play some D&D, 5th edition. Today, I'm joined by... Bam Bam, playing Oneling Nightbreaker. Uh, he is a halfling paladin. Uh, so he's about two and a half feet tall. And carries his wonderful and glorious shield. I wrote his god's name down and then I can't remember where I put it. Oh, that's good. But it's there. <laughs> very loyal, very faithful. Shh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's pretty much he is, yeah, so two and a half feet tall. He's very he's fair skinned. Um, has bright, uh, like greenish eyes. And he's always wearing a smile. Fan art, please. Anytime now. <laughs> I have to find his god now because I forget. You, you look it up. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> You're done. Okay. Hi, I'm Falcon, and I will be playing Mira Brightstone, who is a mountain dwarf fighter. Um, Mira is all about the smoke in the smoke in the pipe and bonking the things. And she has a great big dark brown awesome Viking braid, and that's about as much maintenance as she does because she's gross and a hippie. <laughs> Wait, so she's a hippie, but she's a fighter. Yes. Hmm, no clarification. Okay, I'm very excited for that. <laughs> Listen, she goes to Burning Man. <laughs> that's all you gotta know. Beautiful. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Lane, and I'm playing Psy Delka, a high elf rogue. He's got gold eyes and a boyish charm. He's apparently run into a little bit of problem with some underworld context and owes someone a great deal of money. But it's fine. He can pull it off. He'll get out of his debts. And I am your fate master and your lady of podcasting, Alex. So, let's get started. What you need to know as the audience is that we are playing World's Largest Dungeon. It is ginormous. I highly recommend looking up the map. That's what I forgot, guys. I forgot to give you a map. Okay, it's, we'll get there. We'll have to pause this to do that. <laughs> but... Uh, this is a either third or 3.5 D&D campaign. The idea was to have one of every kind of monster in a single dungeon. They do one of almost every single kind of monster in this. There's exceptions, like there is one dragon. There isn't one kind of silver and black and red. They just said dragon to cut down on some of the rooms because this is already ginormous. This is traditionally a very much a kick down the door kind of game. It might be that kind of game for us. We might roleplay. Hopefully we roleplay. I feel like it'll be more fun if they roleplay. I'm not going to promise anything, though. I will be impressed if we get through Region A by the time we're done. There are 
uh, regions A through O, if I remember correctly. And they all have about 100 rooms each. So there is no way we are beating this. Oh. This way. But who knows? Maybe we get together. Let's do a little impromptu backstory for you. A little, little backstory. You are all part of the same mercenary guild. In fact, you are part of the mercenary guild known as the Kingmakers. Your homeworld is Thavis. This guild actually belongs to the city of Lyria. And the reason this is kind of neat, kind of cool, and in case you didn't know, we have a D&D podcast starting. And it's set in the world of Thavis. You have worked together before, but not necessarily always nice. the same team. Your last adventure you went on, you had a fourth member. They are currently MIA. You haven't heard from them in a while. Until you heard from your superior officer. Hey, I think we have a beat. But since you're lost to see them, we need you to go collect them. Oh yeah, and by the way, they're not technically in our realm. Don't worry. We have this nice little magical device. And it's a pretty plain looking amulet. Like just gold chain. <laughs> what is it? Gold chain says thug life on it. Um, don't know why that was my inspiration. <laughs> no, it's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> Gold chain and a knockoff fake rhinestone diamond. It's very cheap, but the magic that's attached to it is highly volatile. As a two-time use, you can use it to get there, and you can use it to leave. They don't quite know exactly where they went. They just have kind of like the coordinates, right? But since it's a different plane, they don't really know what's going on. They hope there's nothing dangerous there. That being said, you are geared up with two weeks worth of rations and any kind of resources you might need. They are willing to, I mean, say they're willing to offer if there's anything that you didn't pick up during your character creation. I'm not saying magical items or anything like that, but basic exploring equipment you may have. And that's really all the information they give you. I imagine, is there anything in particular you want to fight me for, for equipment? Before we move on, I believe I was able to get a an explorer's pack cool. with my character creation. So that leaves me with a backpack, a bedroll, a mess kit, tinderbox, torches, rations, some rope, and a water skin. Some cool exploring needs. I imagine you all have your weapons of some sort. Mm-hmm. I, I, I took whatever it started with, <laughs> which includes... A thousand ball bearings. <laughs> just to like put your hand in sometimes for a nice little so hand nice. feel. Just like, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I I don't know why you'd have a problem with that, but I'm just throwing it out there because it seemed odd. It's it's like, you know, call traps are just throwing shit out there, I think, is the idea. What is an alms box? Uh, a box to get alms. money. Oh, alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. Oh. So you just have you carry a donation box with you? 
Apparently, yes. <laughs> so you're collecting collecting dollars for Torm. Alright, well then we will just speed on along because we have a lot of places to explore. And we say you use the magic amulet. You hold hands and poof. Wow, amazing. You're there. Which means it's time for me to pull up my book. Ha ha! Come. We shall join hands and may Torm guide us to the right direction. Alright, bruh, let's do it. I thought it was the amulet. Ah, yes, but uh, if Torm had not given us the light and shown us the way to this amulet, then we would be lost. Without Torm, all is lost. If you say so. Aye, homie, so why don't you, like, pack Torm in your pocket and let's go. Oh, Torm is all around us. Torm is always here. Praise be to Torm. Great. Love working with this guy. Uh. <laughs> you're, you're always fun. <laughs> so, who has a hold of the amulet? Yeah, who's the lucky person? I'm gonna say it's not, me. I'm totally gonna take that. <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting. I wonder why you why we'd have need of that. Just 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 for <laughs> huh? So, as you teleport, I. I think it is a little Willy Wonka-y, that tunnel with all the horrible nightmare colors, and it's a little nauseating, and it smells like burning hair and cotton candy. But you land, and hey, let's get our first check. Let's just let's just have a fun little throw. Let's let's see how everyone's dexterity is. I want a dexterity save. Uh, same rule applies in, from Soul Story over here. If there's something else that you think is better, let me know. I got an eight. An eight? Ooh. I got a 15. Okay. 19. Ooh. You know what? Something about the magic of the amulet just had a lot of oomph, a lot of kick. And as you were spiraling through this planner, planner travel, I'm sure there's a nice word for that. As you land, you don't even know up from down and you just fall right on your butt. Mm. Right into the dirt. And it's a little pokey, in fact, because there's actually kind of a bone. Uh, not your bone, someone else's bone. Not sure which is worse. As as you fall, you don't take any damage, just as just uncomfy. You're gonna have a bruised butt later, too. Oh, my lady, please. Get away from me. <laughs> I can get up. Side, brah. I'm good. As you take a moment to look around your surroundings, you realize you're at the top of a mountain. Uh, if you look over the edge, you can see there's a pretty treacherous path that climbs upwards. There's plenty of corpses. Some fresh to completely bone white from bleached bleached white from the sun and most recently in fact there is a giant form of a giant aptly described killed over dead in front of a cavern open area you can't quite see where the end of the cavern is but there is a dead giant there it seems like he's been dead for a while although he does not exude any sort of death smell is there any immediate or obvious wounds that would have caused death that we can make out? That is a great question. <laughs> All I know is that he's dead. I I have perception. Well, I mean, uh, all the corpses. Of all the corpses? Uh, just various, I'd say. You know, there, there, some of them are stabbed. Some of them have you know, swords sticking out of them. Some of them just seem to have slept off to the side. And what can be said about the giant as well is that it seems as if he didn't put up a struggle. So he doesn't have any obvious wounds. 
It's just almost as if he laid down to take a nap and fell asleep and never woke up. It's like nature, man. Uh, I would like to caress the symbol of my god Torm, which is laid upon my shield, uh, and do a divine sense. Okay. Uh, so as an action, detect the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead, and any consecrated or desecrated place or object within 60 feet. Within 60 feet, eh? You know, I will give this to you even though it's not within 60 feet. And I can just say it is an overwhelming sense of everything. It's kind of hard to pinpoint. You're not quite sure. It's just like a wave washes over you of all 29 flavors of this area. All 29 flavors. <laughs> <laughs> so then the other two, you'll, you'll see one Ling kind of take his hand back. And, oh, oh, I feel. Oh, there's so much, so much evil and corruption here. Oh, Torm, watch over us. What good? I thought it was the vapors for a minute. <laughs> you do also sense celestials, by the way, so as much evil there is good. Mira's gonna look around and go, this is a trip, man. There's some stuff in here. Well, yes, of course, there are bones, and we've gone on a trip through magical means. That's totally the trip I meant. But why are they all dead here? And why don't they stink? So, like, in terms of bones, like, how old are they? Are they, like, days to months? Are any of them calcified, is what I mean. I would say that there is a healthy spread. Right? If you spent a lot of time looking, it, it wouldn't make any logical sense. Besides, a lot of folk have tried to climb up this mountain, have died trying to do so. Of various means. It seems as if almost a pilgrimage, maybe? or. Mm-hmm. It's hard to put your thumb on it, but it's it's definitely not as if this was one massive wipeout or a recent war or anything like that. It's kind of hard to tell what the timetable would be. Almost like an Everest sort of deal? Yeah. Okay. Is there any predation? Predation? Is that word correct? On the corpses, like uh, animals eating them? I'd say some natural. So like birds, maybe. Okay. A few little gnaws here or there. I would say it's probably less than you would anticipate, but there's still some presence. Okay. Um, I am going to go to one of the fresher looking corpses mm-hmm. and pick up one of the bones. You do so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to smell it. Touch it. Lick my finger. Hmm unsanitary tastes like bone yum my favorite (laughs) you're right it is weird that they don't have any kind of smell hmm well I don't really see any danger of any kind in this room I wonder if we should just keep moving shall I scout out ahead oh please yeah let's do it let me as Tom guides me always. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, how about I creep out ahead, and then you can follow, you know, like, with your shield out, displaying the full, just, just glory of Torm, and, uh, oh, 
and I'll be good. And then if anything happens, you could just come around that corner, shield in hand, ready to go. Oh, I see Torm has blessed you with intelligence. Of course. I will roll stealth. Wonderful. So as of right now, you are all outside of the map. Uh, We'll be going down one of the tunnels. That feeds into that first room that we see. But go ahead and roll stealth. 17. 17. You're doing great. You are one with the shadows. Also, everyone drink for every time BB says Torm. New rule. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, I didn't prepare drinks. I can't drink. Uh Well, I can, but it's... You got pickle juice around, right? (laughs) The look I just got was uh, disapproving, to say the least. Oof. (laughs) Sorry, he drank so much. God, it was so bad. It was so bad. I still can't eat pickles, just so you know, like, to this day. I warned you, whatever you picked, man. All right. So, as you scout on ahead, it is a normal cave that then goes into a tunnel. Odd how that works. How far do you go before you stop and and realize that this is going to feed into some kind of underground cavern? Um, I'll go about 100 feet when I don't encounter anything dangerous. I will whistle. So what can be said is that this cave is pretty low, shallow. It's almost man-made. If anyone's paying attention, you would notice that there's a lot of different kind of track marks, feet marks, moving in and out, back and forth. There's debris, there's litter, there's as if like people just shed off gear, nothing valuable, just, you know, didn't want to carry it in with them kind of thing. Uh, But then you hear a whistle. All right, I'm going to uh, pick up my stuff and take a look at one ling and be like, all right, you ready? You got shit to do or can we go? Let us go. Stay behind me. I shall guide you and protect you. She's going to take a minute to pull out a pipe and light it up. Remind me, does everyone have dark vision? I do. Oof. Uh, Is it dark vision or low light vision? It's elf. I think it's dark vision. No, I had that like momentary like, wait, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I, yeah, no, I, I can't see in the dark. That's fine. Did anyone specify that they wanted torches? No? No. I have oh. some. I have ten candles. <laughs> Sorry. In case I need to... He keeps them in his alms box. <laughs> I do have dark vision, and I can see in darkness 50 shades of gray, up to 60 feet. Sorry, we're going to need a safe word <laughs> for your dark vision. <laughs> Banana. Red rum. Cacao. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, right now, this tunnel as you're going down is actually lit, but poorly. It's it's not as much as you'd like, but it has seemed as if someone has gone by here recently. And after about 100 feet, it opens up into a much larger room. More carefully constructed. And it's cut from stone and built rather than dug. It is obvious something lives here. Hmm. I will continue to creep forward, but when we come to the masonry work, I would like to just scan the immediate like entrance for any sort of pressure plates or anything. Okay, go ahead and let's just give a... I don't know. What do you want to roll? What do you feel like? Perception? I don't know. I, I don't know how it works with five. It's 
So Perception. That's why yeah. I just threw it out there. I Cool. I cool. have that skill. <laughs> again, I just started playing Neverwinter Nights again, so I have all those skills in the back of my brain, not skills that I need to know. Now comes the math. <laughs> 14. 14. Uh, nothing. Nothing jumps out at you. Uh, as far as pressure plates, it looks like a pretty normal lobby, if you will. You exit the dark and, yes, dank, narrow passageway to emerge onto a worked stone floor. Looking about, you see that you have entered the large square chamber, hewn completely from stone. You notice two iron doors, one to your side and the other in front of you. Otherwise, there are no other features of interest in the stone. Is there anything else in the room? Bear. It's a very large room to have nothing in it. Well, I mean, if there's nothing in the room, I'm gonna look at my companions and uh, cash my pipe because I smoked it on the way down through the tunnel. And I'm gonna put it in my pocket and be like, all right, are we gonna... Which door do you want to go through? How would Torm guide us? Ah, wonderful question. And so one leg will take a moment, place his hand on his shield, and there's those two doors, right? Two doors. I, am I looking at the... Yeah, okay. So I'm going to go odds and evens on a d6, and that's what Torm's going to tell me to go. Odds as we go... Would that be left? Yeah. Well, T- top yes. or bottom? <laughs> hey, BB, you top or bottom? Top or bottom? I don't, am I? That's a bottom look if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Now I'm lost. Wait, where are we on the map? The bottom left corner. Bottom left corner. There's the the smaller square that's got like, there's two square looking things. We're on the inside one. Okay, and the corners of the, I see. All right, all right, all right. So. Yeah, you kind of go along the walls in opposite directions to get to the doors. Gotcha. So the top one will be odds and the one like at the, bottom right would be even. Guide me, Tom. That is a four. Tom is pulling me this way. Come, my friends. Let me walk. Walk towards I know you were reaching for your dice, but somehow I just imagined him reaching his hand backwards as if trying to do a daisy chain of hand holding. (laughs) (laughs) Come, 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 everyone. (laughs) Doing a little like the fingers, things that come. Be like Ray and Star Wars. Stop taking my hand. <laughs> Can't help it. So, are you the one to open the door? Uh, yes, I would like to open the door first. I will watch amusingly. <laughs> Samezies. As you push the door, the edge disappears into blackness. I is just beyond. You allow the door to open completely and watch as more and more of it is swallowed up in the barrier until only its hinges are visible. Peering cautiously into the darkness for signs of movement, you see nothing. Even your ears can only detect the breathing of your fellow adventurers. The dark space reveals nothing of what lies beyond. There's nothing this way. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you see? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that's, that's nothing over here. That's nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, no. One Ling will turn around and... I cannot see in the dark. I, I don't think... I can perceive farther than the store. Maybe... One of you can... Peer deeper. I'll go. Why not? So I'm gonna, like... Push one Ling aside. Excuse me. Um, can I see anything with dark vision, or is it still pitch black? Pitch black. Okay. Um, I am going to take a pebble, and I am going to toss it into the room. You hear the sound of you throwing the pebble. You see it go into darkness, but you never hear it fall. That's not concerning at all. <clears throat> Perhaps it's a, a a hole or pit. One ling. I put my hands on your shoulders. <laughs> I think this is a test of faith. <laughs> Mira stops and silently claps her hands. Perhaps, but it seems to be just that the. An endless pit. Surely, Torm was directing us the way not to go. Or is Torm trying to guide you into something? Wait, so Alex, the door disappeared into the darkness too when you opened it. So it's just this unnatural darkness. Starting at the correct the door. Yeah, one thing I really <laughs> think you'll be safe. Listen, I'll hold your hand, and if you get eaten by something immediately, just squeeze it, and we'll know not to follow. I cannot put you in danger. Uh, and then you'll suddenly hear one thing's voice in your head. Because uh, as a uh, ghostwise halfling, I can communicate telepathically with one creature within 30 feet. Wait, why can you do that? I'm not a creature. Uh, as a uh, <laughs> uh, ghostwise halfling. That's cool. They are one of yeah of the like of the different archetypes of halflings. They're my favorite, just because they just they just can do this thing because they're just a special little halfling. <laughs> Should you hear me in danger, save yourselves. You'll hear that in your head. Uh, and one ling is going to get a shield at the ready and cautiously walk forward. No light. He's mm, He's got a candle. He's going to take out a candle. So you go through the darkness. And... Feels a little sticky. Like, almost as if you're passing through honey to get to the other side. But once you're on the other side, with your little candle, there is a faint glow. Not enough to light up the room, but there is, at least in the area around you, you can start seeing shapes and textures and your graphics are slowly loading in. (laughs) I would say with your candle, you can't see much else at the moment. 
but uh, you the, the sound somewhat returns. You can hear yourself breathing again. And it just seemed as if there was some sort of barrier there. You two, same thing as the pebble. You see him walk through, and he's gone. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, that's always one problem. Let's go the other way. <laughs> All right, let's go to the other door, guys. <laughs> If I'm if I'm able to, I would like to try to communicate again. You cannot. Oh, it's just kind of like with those like <laughs> broken headsets. He says, "Hello, hello, can you can you hear me? Hello, hello, are you there? How about here? Hello, here, here. The reception in here is awful. <laughs> I've got no bars. Myra, I say we give him five minutes and then we take the other door." Hmm. You're wrong. Um, in the meantime, right next to the thing, I can do stone cunning. Yeah. So because the, the door melted and was a weird thing, I want to do stone cunning on the rocks around it to see if there's something that can, that clues, gives clues. The thing, I need information. Describe how you're looking at it. Um, I'm not. I'm going to put my hand on it, and I'm going to close my eyes and do deep yogic breathing. I love it. As you're feeling that spot, that hinge spot, Mm -hmm. some of your fingers slip into the darkness. And you realize it's just a door. And as you try to pull your hand back, you can't. Fuck. (laughs) One Ling, there's some shapes coming out of the door now behind you as you're looking around you kind of feel something poke you and you look back and just little nubbins of, of flesh poking through the door i want to boop them like not like you know a hard like bash but just kind of like with my shield just they don't move but mira you do feel something metallic and chill touch your fingers can i f- okay I'm going to stick my whole hand in there. Whop. <laughs> and for a penny. I... Also, I just have to say, I'd imagine, like, you're a dwarf, right? Mm-hmm. Dwarf yoga, it's, like, really heavy breathing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That, that's just what I picture. It sounds kind mind. of like a pug. So, um, but the breathing, the weird yogic pug breathing has stopped now that my, my fingers went in. All you heard was <laughs> eyes popped open and I looked and then I just went, <sighs> your hand enters and, and one thing you see this hand pop out. I'm not sure if you'd connect exactly who this hand belongs to. It's not necessarily hard, but this is a weird situation and you cannot pull your hand out. As you try to talk. I'm going to start feeling around to see if I can feel what is happening. <laughs> like, I'm going to find, I'm going to find your face. <laughs> well, you'd be getting, so I don't know if maybe you have, well, you definitely have seen, maybe not have felt so much, but it pretty much would, you'd be feeling up the symbol of Torm. That's what I was looking for. To be like, what is... Alright. Yep. 
All right, yeah, I can feel that it's that stupid symbol. We can go, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's that stupid symbol. Ah, damn it, he's alive. <laughs> he's, he's there. He's fine, let's go. I will let Myra walk through, and I'll just think for a moment, like, should I follow? <laughs> like, I could leave right now. <laughs> I could just go. There's a whole new world behind you. They don't know you have a debt. Perfect time to leave. I'm on top of the mountain. <laughs> all right, I step through. All right. Since either of you had a torch lit either, all you'll see, well, you, you'll see a little further out because of your dark vision, but uh, you see your wonderful halfling friend, friend, companion, compatriot, person you sometimes work with. Coworker. <laughs> Colleague. <laughs> a guy, you know. <laughs> Acquaintance. The one you avoid at Christmas parties. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you you see him there, somewhat on guard, with the shield and his candle. And what you can see is a somewhat larger room in the sense that if you look left or right, it's just longer. Two iron doors, one straight ahead of you and the other, uh, let's see, other to its side are the only things that break up the unending mass of working stone. Or of worked stone. The chill and damp air clings to your body, and you're not the only one feeling it judged by the cough coming out of the darkness. <clears throat> I would like to reach back to the blackness. Mm -hmm. Can I reach through? You cannot. So it's just solid? It's just solid. I shoot an arrow at it. <laughs> yeah, give me a roll for that. All right. Well, I just want to see if something traveling faster would make it through or with force. And rather than running at the wall, I decided this would be better. Parkour. Where's my damn bow? Short bow. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Actions, maybe. Aha! Twelve. Twelve. You shoot your bow, your skill, this ain't no thing. But it snaps as soon as it hits, it breaks. And falls to the ground with a clatter. Hmm. And at that point, you hear the grinding of stone as the door swings back in on itself. And seals you off. Welcome to the world's largest dungeon. Hey everybody, Alex here, excited to be back at it. Let's start with a big hey there to our no-show radio Patreon donors. Thank you to John, Jay, and Tyler for being some of our cool kids. And thank you Nate and Philip for unpacking the unusual for us. And a big ol' thank you to newcomer Violet Passion, who subscribed to the Void Calls Back tier. You can expect a nice mid-roll message from our next episode. If you want a shout-out during our mid-rolls, please check out no-show radio's Patreon. We've condensed our tiers, lowered the prices, and added a few new goals. A new month, new us at No Show Radio. Don't miss out our Saturday morning movie, March 14th at 12pm Eastern Standard Time. We're watching The Rocketeer, and who knows, maybe we'll watch The Shadow and The Spirit soon. If you haven't heard, 
I also have started streaming on our Twitch channel. Should you feel up to something creepy, join me on Thursdays at 10pm Eastern Standard Time for Alex's Horror Hour. I'm currently playing Corpse Party, and I only cheat a little bit. You can also tune in on Sundays at 3pm Eastern Standard Time, where I make good on that extra life promise and play all of Neverwinter Nights. And I mean all. That's nice and all, I hear you thinking, but I'm listening to Soul Story, and I want Soul Story news. I hear you, dearest cool kids. I'm so excited to have a fresh-faced cast for season two. You've already heard from Mike, but we also have Miriam joining us in a few episodes. You can find their social media handles in the show notes. Recently, Soul Story received a shout-out in Weird's Games' Waldo's Weekly Newsletter. Boy, is that a mouthful. If you are new to the show, welcome! We'll be going back to Through the Breach content May 11th. Think of this mini-series as our session zero, letting our cast mingle before the main event. But Alex, I don't want to wait that long. Lucky for you, we are using our Twitch channel for more than just me playing video games. Starting April 21st, you can watch us play live Tuesdays at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. Whew! I've set a lot of dates and times. If you're lost, please follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or bookmark our website. We do our best to keep those up to date with our latest shenanigans. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Ritual Cast, a Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition actual play podcast. My name is Grayson Leader, your dungeon master and the leader of this pack of adventurers. I'll be joined by my family and friends who you show stealing son of a bitch. <laughs> that was my flower. Aren't all quite as dramatic as my big sister. I cast gust to flourish my hair and my cloak behind me. You face Adrian Silbermin. Or my big brother. Alright, maybe they are, but at least they aren't holding anything back. I am looking for some others. Not proud dragonborn like us. If Warforged clerics with the manners of a southern gentleman, or elven shopkeepers with a brow game better than a Kardashian are your thing, then please join us. Nari, you might be asking yourself, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and he didn't say dragons? Well, that's just part of the story you'll have to tune in for. You know what my daddy did tell me is that uh, you should not strike with more force, but uh, simply get a bigger hammer. Exploring new worlds can be dangerous, but we do it so you don't have to. I imagine I pat him like just above... Uh, at or above the knee, which is a good try. It's about two, right? Because I'm I'm the size of a child, maybe smaller. <laughs> Halflings are just children. Who lets children adventure? Oh my! I'm the child tank. Child tank. Your baby, literally. Uh. And you said there's two doors? Mm -hmm. So on the map, no matter which way you would have entered, there's two doors directly in front of you. And then you're hearing a cough come to your left. Okay. Not quite right next to you, but left down the 
L-shaped room. Okay. I will very loudly say, Ahem! Nothing. Maybe another little cough, sniffle, but nothing seems to react. Size, there's something caught in your throat. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, Perhaps no, I can good. heal you. <clears throat> Do you guys not hear that coughing? No, I hear it. I'm gonna t- try my pebble trick again. So I'm gonna take a, a slightly bigger rock, and I'm gonna throw it in the direction of the cough. Yeah, I. Won't make you roll for your fucking rock, right? You hear it, and you hear it clatter, and you hear a shuffle, and there it's it's not a fast reaction. It almost sounds what's the word I'm looking for? Begrudgingly? Like just do I have to move? And you can hear another set of voices talking. Does anyone speak Orcish? Yes. You hear faint sounds. It's a little hard to understand at this point, but you can tell you're familiar with enough with the language to understand, oh, there's orcs over there. And they sound tired. <clears throat> so as my pebble lands and I kind of discern what I'm hearing, I just kind of straighten a little bit and turn to sigh. I'm ignoring one ling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Orcs. Tired oh. orcs. More than one. Grumpy orcs. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that bard before. Orcs. That bard band? <laughs> it's a ska uh, band. Coming out. <laughs> the grumpy orcs. <laughs> you guys be great. Orcs, you say? Yeah. I will handle this. Uh, and one link one link's gonna walk towards the coffee with his well mm, wait a minute because he can't have the candle out if he's got a sword <laughs> dual wheel candle in one hand shield in the other <laughs> just think like military am I proficient in <laughs> with, candle with, like the, the light <laughs> on the gun but like holding the, the candle sideways so that it's dripping wax as you're <laughs> Just mount the candle on the shield. That's what, yeah, just to the top of the shield. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you drip some wax. Just stick the candle on. It's good enough for now. Hell yeah. It's this awful light source. As you know, the two who probably both have uh, torches are just like, ah, right, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> fine, right? You good? <laughs> I, I always have the character that everyone's just like, if he dies, I really just, it's fine. <laughs> Mike, you look like you're about to say something before. Oh. I just turned to Myra. He's he's ruining his dark vision. Or, or what do they call it? Night vision? With that? I mean, like, his, his candle's completely eye level. Yeesh. I just nod and laugh. Oh my gosh, it's so hot in here. You know, like, you know when people are watching someone do a stupid thing and they're like, look, wait, watch, hey, hey, watch, watch what's happening. I'm like, smacking Sai in the arm, like, look, look what he's doing, look. Okay, okay, I've got five silver, On if you call his name, he'll turn around and the candle will go out. 
<laughs> you rot. <clears throat> Ready? Yes. Hey, one leg. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna turn around. <laughs> hey, baby. Yep. <laughs> See if my candle stays lit. Uh, high or low? Ooh, uh, high. You just get a little too excited. You turn around. The candle falls off the shield, tumbles into the dirt, extinguishes itself. It was precarious at best to begin with. Uh, well, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think somebody knocked my candle over. <laughs> I heard my name. My candle goes flying off my shield. It's over light. <laughs> who's that? Uh, out of the darkness, you just hear, oh, God damn it!" and then the clinking of coins. <laughs> What's all this then? <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> My so, companions, if you have, have a light source, perhaps we can traverse further. Mira sighs. <sighs> Fine. She takes a torch out of her pack. She wanders over. Gives it to one ling. Oh, blessed be Torb, light. Okay, okay, okay. I... Yes, torches, but look. Here's a hooded lantern. It keeps you from blinding yourself so you can actually see. Hmm, that's well, a better I idea. See without the light. Uh, well, it just, just, yes, here. You hold this. I'm gonna take the torch and put it back in my pack. Trying to think uh, like how how this is gonna work for for one leg, because one of his hands are now gonna be occupied, whether with a torch or with. Is the your lantern. shield not like braced? I took the torch. Uh, I I think they're braced on there. Is it a can you hold it? or shield? No, it's like an actual shield. Shield. So it's got like the strap thing. Can you hold like a lantern with the mm. shield? Probably not. I was gonna say probably your torch would be your better bet if you were if you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone else can hold it. Do you have a do you have any weapons out or do you have a spare hand? No. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? I just because I've got yeah because I've got my shield and I've got my longsword. Um, I'm gonna take the lantern and hang it on his longsword. <laughs> the worst of all possible options because then he definitely can't use his longsword. I like it. Yeah. Yes. And it, like, slides down until it hits the, the hilt, the handle. Yep. So now I'm like a kid that's trying to, like, hold <laughs> a bat that okay. that's too big. For the sake of us not talking for another five minutes about how we're going to light this, or how we're doing this. No. Or, I, yes. I just mean I that. I have a <laughs> I'm going to say you're able to carry it. I would say that if you're going to use your shield, I'm going to give you disadvantage because you're carrying a lantern. Ta-da! <laughs> if that changes, let me know. Okay. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go forward with my lantern shield and so. Uh, as you get closer, you hear more of that muffled conversation, and since we have at least one person that speaks Orcish, 
it's something along the lines of just, why won't they shut up? Why won't they go away? Like, just grumpy, you know, as if people are trying to sleep. But they also don't seem too concerned about you. And as you approach and get close enough with the light, for those of you brave enough to do it, brave, sure, they are war-worn. They look on the brink of death. They are tired. They are exhausted. They look like they haven't eaten. They look awful. There are three huddled up in a corner. Just kind of passing time. Poor, poor creatures. <clears throat> yeah, they Come. don't look exceptionally wealthy. Come, we, we, we must give them food. They... Hello there, uh... friends. I'm Wandling Nightbreaker. They snarl a little bit, growl. It's pretty weak-hearted, and then they just kind of turn their backs to you. They kind of go back to their little huddle, and they're not saying much to one another. Just sitting there. There's no need to fear, for I am a champion of Tor. I have come to bring you aid. This actually gets like a bark of laughter from one. And the other two just shake their heads. Wait, are you speaking common? Yeah, Yeah, I only speak common and halfling. Can they understand him? Sure seems like it at the moment. This this is where one link gets a little bit rude. Can you understand me? I one link. <laughs> food <laughs> food need food. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. at this point are <laughs> one link, are you wearing a hat of some kind or like what's on your head at the moment? A helmet. Excellent. Um, I'm going to walk up and grab him by the helmet and just kind of slowly turn him around back towards a door. (laughs) They don't want to play right now. I think we can safely just leave them alone. I don't think they're going to be any harm to us. I hope they don't die down here. I'm sure they'll be fine. They told watch over them. Yeah, sure. So I am going to go towards a door. I'm going to pick the right one. Okay. So a few things. One, I want to give Sai a moment to react to either orcs or you guys or anything like that. And as far as the map goes, where the orcs were huddled, they were in the northeastern corner. So there's still, you would see that there's two sets of doors to your west. And then there's the two sets of doors to your south. I would like to roll sleight of hand. Okay. You doing 22 okay i want to very discreetly toss them a day's rations okay yeah so how much attention are you paying uh mira and Sai or not Sai? see i already did it mira woodling like are you, are you guys a little busy interacting with each that. other are you caring what's going on around <laughs> you besides your conversation I think after like the turnaround, I know one link is now giving a soft prayer to Torm so that he may watch over those orcs. Mira. 
I think once Mira's got him turned around, she's gonna look over her shoulder to see what Sai is doing. And then she's gonna, like, point in a direction towards one of the doors. Go ahead and give me a perception check real quick, then. Just to see if you get caught. Not that it's not big of a deal if you do, but you did it sneaky, so you gotta have to see if anyone sees it. I got yeah, a six. Nope. Everything's fine. You're so sneaky, Sai. My goodness. You huck. God, I should have tossed him one of hers. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you do the thing, and it lands the little tumble. Not really noticeable by anyone, apparently. Although the three of them look at it and kind of pick at it. But even so, they push it away. Not picky, just pushed away. If anyone wants to do maybe an insight check, particularly side, to see what's going on with them. To understand maybe where this is all coming from. That's a yeah! straight roll. <laughs> Ten. Weird. Not, you have your assumptions. I mean, again, you, you're looking at the state of them. It's a sorry state, but, you know, it's also maybe... Why wouldn't they be trying harder to get out? So, pointing towards doors. Where are you going? What you doing? Uh, I'm going to pick the door to the west. Mm-hmm. And are you going to do the one closest to you or furthest from you? Closest. Closest. Okie dokie. As you approach, you have a praying halfling behind you. And a, a lingering sigh. Seeming to take his time to follow along. That was so funny. Something. I don't know if you did it deliberately. What? A lingering sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go. <laughs> Though this was the podcast, I am sorry I have to cancel No Show Radio. This has been nice. Uh, good, good journey. <laughs> you accidentally punned. The worst. The worst. You reach out to touch the door, and as your fingers graze the surface of this iron door, since I already said that, you feel a growing heat, and then an expulsion of fire reaches out as you trigger a trap. Oh, good. Good. And we'll call it there. So let's say goodbye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Goodbye now. Goodbye. In the name of Tor. God damn it. Hello, evil? It's me. I come to smite you.